Hey everybody, welcome to MindRise. I am your host, Ian Philo. This podcast is designed to help find solutions to everyday mental blocks. Its goal is to provide you with the tools to rise and break through your own barriers. In the game of life, we can be our own worst enemies. I created this podcast in response to my own battles with my mind. Instead of sinking further down, join me to commit to a more positive perception of ourselves and those around us. Hey guys, what's up? Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Mind Rise podcast. Today I have with me yet again one of my favorite guests, Lex Perkins. Hey everyone, I'm back. He is back and ready to talk about some juicy content. Today we will be talking about activating your alter ego. And some of you might be wondering how in the heck I came up with this topic or figured it out in the first place. Lo and behold, I can't come up or take all the credit for myself. As you guys know, I've been reading a lot of books and getting a lot of inspiration from that. And I recently just finished a book called The Alter Ego Effect by Todd Herman. And you still might be wondering what that exactly means, but we're going to get into that and uncover and unravel that topic today. So The Alter Ego Effect. So basically what that means to this podcast and how we're going to talk about it is I'm sure all of you had had it, have had at some point in your lives an alter ego or secret identity that you've conjured up to maybe excel in a certain area of your life or get better at something. And sometimes this alter ego can help with times of doubt, worry, stress, or even motivating yourself. For some people, it's more practical, like someone they look up to in their family. Or for some people, you know, we assign... Um, fictional characters that we see in movies or superheroes or people that we really truly look up to I want to reiterate and I want to emphasize too that there's nothing juvenile or dumb about having an alter ego which is something that I realized while reading this book and and it gave me some confidence when talking about this there's nothing dumb about conjuring that secret identity and we all essentially create alter egos or secret identities as kids. You know, I've almost every kid I've met has some sort of alter ego or secret identity. For me, I practically thought I was a dinosaur. Um, yeah, it was a little strange. I'm sure everyone went through that phase. I when I ate lunch meat, I ate it like a like a postosuchus or a <laughs> Tyrannosaurus Rex. It was a little strange, but with that being said, we all have these different personalities that we inherit as we're younger. And there's no one else that can tell me anymore that we can't inherit, inherit that today. Now, I'm not saying, you know, go around and act like a dinosaur and eat, <laughs> eat stuff like a carnivore from the Jurassic period when you're in like a sports coat and tie. You know, you'll probably get fired. But anyways, um, there are ways we can utilize that to help us succeed in life. So I'm going to kind of give it over to Lex. I would like, I don't, know, I don't really need him to talk about anything in particular. You know, just what do you feel about this so far? I've done my talking. <laughs> oh, well, I I love this. I, I love it. I love it. I use this on the daily, not going to lie. Um, and I'm not going to very, like, dive too much into what I use this for, but I'm just going to allude to that I, I use it for music. And yes, like to the very literal sense of putting on a mask, like that's, that's the most I could say about it, but it 
honestly, it allows me to fully lose myself in my work and experiment, try new things, and honestly just have a whole different mindset and perspective on what I'm doing. Instead of, you know, looking at it from Lex, you know, standing back and being like, oh, this is a cool song. I'm like actually diving in, going into the nitty gritty of it all and ripping apart, you know, sounds, making my own music, make, making my own like growls for like bass or stuff like that. It's it's honestly an intoxicating feeling when you're doing it. Yeah, no, and we, we talked about that earlier before we even started recording this. When you get in that, um, I think in the book they, they referred to it as a flow state. Mm. When you get in that flow state, when you're, uh, when you're entered into that alter ego or that other identity, it's almost like you, you want to stay there forever. Yeah. And it's almost like you need that to accomplish some goals or, or, or things that you have in front of you. And I've definitely used it in my life as well um you know i told you guys earlier how i utilized it when i was a kid but in a more practical sense some ways that i utilize it now um especially comes into play when i'm exercising i -hmm. was telling lex earlier that when i'm lifting weights or when i'm doing a really hard calisthenics workout i conjure my alter ego and i usually jump Sometimes it could be a little fluid. Lately, it's been like, like a mix between like three or four different characters. Usually, there's a duality. Usually, there's two. I either envision myself as Christian Bale from Batman Begins, and he's going through all that training, and he's all beefed out, doing yes. push-ups in the morning. Yes. He's like, Batman doesn't feel no pain. <laughs> and it's just, I just love that. And like that, that is the character that I inhabit when I'm working out and I just see how much he gets beaten up and the beatings that he takes and he just keeps on going and like he just doesn't stop and he maxes out everything and he fights off dogs he literally I think one of the most empowering moments in that movie for me was when they were falling down that icy cliff and this dude (laughs) this dude Christian Bale I mean I'm sure I'm sure there might have been some, like, you know, assistance in the movie. A little bit of movie magic going on. A little bit of movie magic, but but lo and behold, you know, in that moment, this dude curling an entire man (laughs) with one arm over a rock face, like that, that is how you should be, you know, performing your last set of the workout. Like, that is what's up. And then I also kind of jump between Christian Bale and Batman Begins, and sometimes, uh, like Superman or Clark Kent in Man of Steel, when he's just yoked out, mm. he's like pressing that oil rig above his head for it to save those people. Yeah. Like, oh, like, what a, oh my there's, gosh. There, I mean, I know you, I know you guys understand what I'm saying, and everyone listening to this has some sort of an alter ego that they manifest, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a superhero like yeah. me. And like the other day, I was working out, I got inspiration. Uh, I have it pulled up on my TV right now. The Kane Arthur, Legend of Legend of the Sword. Boom. Yes, this is what the I think scenes, about a lot. The scenes in that movie when he's like when he's like gripping Excalibur in the rock and you could just see his veins busting out of his arm and he's pulling that sword. I'm like, yes, like <laughs> that like that gives me so much drive. And I think if we didn't have those alter egos or those moments inside of us where we can enter that mm-hmm. different universe as that character i mean not only do i think life would be super boring i just think like we probably 
wouldn't be as productive as we are. Yeah. Lex can I comment I, on that, yeah. I think, like, a common misconception with this whole idea is that people kind of think that, like, when you visualize, and in your case, it would be, like, you're visualizing Batman. Yeah. So a lot of, or oh. Superman. Oh. oh <laughs> and man. a lot of people take that as, like, okay, you're, like, picturing the end goal, like, getting that body or, you know, yeah. achieving that goal, whatever. But I feel like this is actually goes deeper because for a brief, you know, moment of time, you're actually, you know, putting on that, in a way, facade, like a mask. You're putting right. on the... Putting that, on that skin. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it it's such an interesting thing because not only is it used for, like you were talking about with working out or me with music, like I know people do it with, you know, conversations, like the whole, have you seen The Office? I have. Yes. Yeah, you know, like the whole date mic thing? Yes. That's basically what people do in a lot of like cases. A lot of people put on this whole different person, basically, to go meet new people. It's, it's a very interesting thing to look into. Yeah, no, it is. And I that's kind of made me think about how, how sometimes I, I think it's important to delineate like when we're using our alter ego to be productive and accomplish things and that it's really like a positive thing and mm. how we can also sometimes be putting on an unconscious alter ego to like sort of shy away from things or creep back into our shell. Mm. Like if, if we're usually a confident person and we put on this facade at work that we're just like a pushover, and we don't want to be there. But when you're out with your friends... You're like Whoa. the light. You're like the life of the party. <laughs> so this can obviously go both ways. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know what to say about that, but <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, it can I obviously... didn't think about the dual, like the duality with not only putting on. A lot of people think that like you're putting on something to become like more outgoing or yeah. try harder or whatever. But in a lot of cases, some people put on something to become more laid back or like you're talking about more shy or you know. Yeah. I, no, I think one of, and I wanted to talk about this too, one of the most empowering things for me in this book when learning about alter egos is that there's a section of the book where it talks about utilizing these things called totems. So totems are basically, so totems are basically like an article of clothing, um, like a wristwatch, an accessory, um, something that allows you to step into that character become that person to get that job done and just and just carry out the rest of the of your day and i think one thing that really struck me when i was reading this i was like that's so awesome but how many people use totems like alcohol mm. and drugs yeah. and other and other substances to conjure that alter ego and i'm yeah. like we don't have to be you know we don't have to be using these things to allow that to manifest and come into fruition. Mm. Like if we're really being positive about this whole concept, like we, I think we have to truly get to a place where our alter, alter ego is coming out of a true place of, uh, of being organic and mm. not reliant on something like, uh, like a, a third party source, like to get a buzz or, yeah. you know, or, or like, Oh, I'm a social drinker. This allows um, my this allows my suave alter ego to come yeah. out. No, yeah. So that's... just trying, yeah, trying to make that point where I guess I wanted to make clear that this isn't just uh, an alibi for people to oh, like oh, 
my totem is a bottle of brandy, so I'm just going to use that to unlock my alter Party ego. Guy. Yeah. No, oh, yeah, it's. I think it's also important to know that it is just an alter ego. That it's not who you are. You right. Know, if you're, if you don't lose, lose yourself completely. Yeah, that's that's the danger. I feel <laughs> no, with this. I don't want anyone to go to rehab. <laughs> Like, I think I read somewhere, I don't know if it was in your notes or whatever, with, like, the glasses. Yeah. Like, the, Clark Kent glasses. Yeah, the yeah. guy, Clark Kent glasses, get done everything, gave him confidence to do what he needed to do with the day. But I feel like the danger that a lot of people have is, I can't function without those glasses. I know there's yeah. a lot of people who, if they're not dressed the right way or, like... Right, like, we don't want it to become a crutch. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, is, that is an important thing to to comment on and talk about mm. okay. yeah so so figuring out a healthy medium for this other side of you mm. where you're not so relying on it that it completely overrides your personality yeah. but at the same time when stuff needs to get done you need to get it done fast and now that you can go into that place and pull that under the rug yeah. do you think that with the whole idea of alter egos that you're Basically, seeing what characteristics or abilities need to be present for a certain task or event or whatever, so you suppress everything else in a way. Like, yeah, I think so. I think I think the alter ego that we all inhabit at some point in our lives allows us to become a little tunnel vision. Yeah, I know. I for sure when I'm doing art or when I'm uh, when I'm li- when I'm working out and listening. To music and, and stuff like that i purposely when i want to like purposely conjure that other side of myself i put on like a super um emotional like movie score suite mm. and then it's just like bam like it has been uncovered yeah like like the chest has been opened up like this is what's happening now <laughs> the mother load yeah the mother load i i feel like the the best way to you know not get lost in this alter ego and truly experience what, like, you experience with your art and, you know, uh, your work, like, working out is to be confident and actually truly know yourself. Yeah. Not necessarily, you know, be confident in yourself, but truly know who you are. That way, you know when to step back from, you know, this alter ego or, you know, remove the mask, if you will, or when to put it on. So I, I think that it's a, like you talked about earlier, just a, a healthy pairing of the alter ego and then who you actually are yeah no definitely batman's not batman 24 7 you know bruce wayne right you know he takes the wheel sometimes no that that is true yeah just finding finding that happy middle ground is is extremely important i guess i'm kind of we can kind of open this up for some story hour oh oh but i'm kind of curious as to how you came up with your edm alter ego mm. i don't think have you told people the name of it yet i have not i haven't really we, told people we the could name. keep it on the down low if you want to keep it anonymous <laughs> but basically i will keep... un- explain people like the backstory behind uh, this alter ego okay um so basically the backstory is because it's interesting because people eat up stories. Oh, yeah. I mean, you just tell more stories. <laughs> well, I, I was sitting there one day, and I I was you know trying to make some music, and I really just thought about how 
number one, I really just want to make a message and an impact with my music. Mm. Like, I want that to be the driving force of my performance or anything like that. I want the music to speak for itself. Like, I, in a lot of cases with artists, you have to see, you know, the featured who or, you know, who the who actually made the song or see their face to know, oh, you know, I'm going to like that song or I'm not going to like that song. Oh, yeah. And so I really wanted it to be like, no, I want my music to, one, have enough quality to speak for itself, but two, have an actual meaning behind it so, it, you know, it's not just white noise. Yeah, of course. And you want there to be personality, charisma, pow. Yeah. 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 I, 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 I want to make music that, you know, people can get hype and dance to and, you know, laugh with like, I, I want to make music like that, but I also want to make music that at the same time makes people like think or, you know, actually tells a story instead of just, you know, a lot of the stuff we get nowadays, but yeah, I'm, the so then I, I was thinking about that and thinking about how can I go about this in a way to make the music speak for itself. And then I was thinking, I was like, well, I could wear a mask. So then I started thinking about that. I was like, well, I don't want a mask that's too crazy, you know, lights up massive. I don't want a Daft Punk mask because then <laughs> the Daft Punk... Or Dead Mouse. Yeah, yeah, or Dead or Marshmallow. Because <laughs> <laughs> then that becomes the, the, the image that you think of. So I decided to go for a super minimalistic mask that has uh, basically no mouth and like a, a covering over the mouth. And well, it's like, it's hard to explain, but uh, the whole idea was behind it was okay, coming soon, 2020, coming soon in literally <laughs> 24 days. <laughs> That's when it's, it's out. Um, my, my whole idea behind that was that people would just focus on the music and not on the artist in a mm, way right yeah and in in return uh in a in a weird i think i think in a way um i'm just kind of going out, know, go going out on a limb and saying this but it, it sounds like the way you're trying to construct your music is that you're trying to encourage people to view it more like a piece of artwork in a canvas and take it all in mm. and really um, gather and, and be enveloped in the experience instead of being so obsessed about who it came from. Yes. Like, we see all these artworks around the world, um, all these things that are super popular. Some artists, it wasn't even until after they died that they got recognition. You know, mm. people were taken aback by the work. They're just like, holy crap. Like that is yeah. amazing, you know. And then yeah. they and then they ask who did that. Yes. Like they get, we get your point, which I'm with, if I'm following correctly, is they get so captivated by the music, by the artwork that they're just like, "Holy crap, who did that?" Yeah, that's where, where they don't yeah. they don't have to where they don't where they can listen to it and they're just be like, "This is definitely that person." Yeah, they don't have to be searching around for album artwork to verify that exactly yes it's I, one of the inspirations was when we have jam sessions yeah where when we hear specific sounds or notes or melodies or whatnot and we both like are like oh this is that person yeah that's the biggest thing that i want to encompass like that i want to capture Definitely, with my music yeah 
Well, if you're thinking what I'm thinking, one easy, one super easy one to recognize is Anima Drop. I was literally yep. about to say. Yep. Amazing artist. So if you guys don't listen to Anima Drop, um, he's an amazing, I don't know, German multi-genre yeah. German EDM artist. Um, is, you'll you'll understand what we mean if you listen to a few of his tracks on Spotify or SoundCloud. There's a certain quality to his music where you can play, you can mix like bunch of different artists in a row and then you can play his and you're like yep that's him yeah honestly <laughs> it's it's so unique and no one really can mimic that sound yeah which is which is another thing too like i i find it funny that a lot of artists have to like in music have to say their names in the song oh so that DJ way you can be like Catlin. yeah so like <laughs> oh it's dj Collins. <laughs> like i i kind of want to be the opposite of that yeah. you know it's all about the experience. Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. Yeah, it, it's kind of it's kind of really scraping for crumbs when you have to like mm. insert your name in the song to yeah. remind people of who it's from. Yeah. I, I understand if it's like a rap song and someone like has to put their name in the front for like the beat. Right. Like produced by, you know, Dr. Dre or whatever. Like I get that. But, like, if your whole song's, like, right before the drop, and then you're like, oh, yeah, it's me. <laughs> That's why I'm like, Oof. wait, wait, before I start, it's me. It's not someone else. <laughs> Maya, do you, did you ever have something like that with your art? Like like an alter ego manifestation? Yeah. Not, like, specifically, uh, like, wearing a mask or, like, anything like that. But, like, did you think of yourself in a certain way or, like, embodying? Yeah, I, there's definitely... A lot of times when I get, like, in flow state with art, mm-hmm. um, and like I mentioned earlier, a lot of the crucial triggers to me entering this flow state is, like, heavy, emotional, instrumental score music. Like, that, that is, like, the spark that ignites the dynamite. And mm-hmm. then, like, once I start listening to that, when it comes to, like, painting and stuff or drawing, I kind of imagine myself as, like, this... Uh, I don't know. Well, well, all of you guys have probably known by now that uh, that superheroes have had a huge impact on my life. In fact, they're one of the main reasons why I started drawing in the first place. I would sit down in front of my posters in my room when I was younger and just copy the posters for hours and hours on end. Mm. And then I collected comics. So it's not a crazy thing to think when I'm doing paintings. I often like to think of myself as a from that scene from Iron Man 1, the first Iron Man, when mm-hmm. he's forging the Mark I armor oh, yeah. in the cave. He's, like, smacking the hammer against the anvil. Like, that's, that, that is where I go when I do art most of the times. It's either mm-hmm. that or, like, or, like, any movie where there's, like, a really intense build scene. Yeah. Like, if they're, for, whether it's if they're forging armor or, like, building a car mm-hmm. or, like, or working out, like, the whole building process like that has been such a huge influence Mm. as to where i go when i'm entering that other identity oh yeah like that like i love that like i love self-mastery that's freaking gets me so hyped i can't even explain it that yeah that's pretty much where i that is the state that i go and when i when i basically paint this yeah that's so cool oh my gosh yeah self-mastery Except they don't have a giant hammer and an anvil. It's just a little paintbrush with some colors. 
Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that that's pretty much uh, the place where I go when I'm doing art. I did kind of want to comment on something. Going off of the superhero topic, mm-hmm. I wrote a note down that I think was really interesting. Aligning with that, while you won't be leveraging out of this world superpowers like stopping bullets or shooting spider webs, I want to encourage people to remind them that your mind has an incredible power to unlock resources you already possess through an alter ego you can step into. Mm. Um, Those bullets stopped by Wonder Woman can be the bullets of judgment, fear of criticism, procrastination. They could be, you know, hypothetical things. They don't have to be literal bullets. Yeah. They can be, you know... Yeah, different bullets. They could be more, <laughs> could be more symbols. Yeah. yeah. So your alter ego, essentially, what we're getting down to at the conclusion of this is that your alter ego essentially keeps you moving forward, not backward, if you use mm. it the right way. Not only that, it's not like you're putting it on and magically gaining these abilities. It's right. actually revealing characteristics and if, traits yeah, that you already if have. If you're using it the right way, it should be enhancing your person mm-hmm. or your character not demeaning it yeah not degrading it exactly yeah that's true i i forget there's it's probably said in like almost every superhero movie where they're like oh i didn't know who i was till i put on the mask type deal oh it's yeah it's in a that was bane <laughs> that was bane. <laughs> <laughs> shoot but it's basically in a way like that where i was born in the darkness <laughs> molded by (laughs) it's kind of like that not to where you know you can't survive without it but where you it's like a self-realization of oh yeah i can do this yeah and i think when you get to that point where you can do things on your own that just amps up your confidence even more Mm. yeah like we said earlier we don't want the alter ego or secret identity to become a crutch for you guys and I'm trying not to let it be that in my life either. It's supposed yeah. to, and I'll say it again, enhance enhance you. It's not supposed to be something that you fall back on, and that's your only way of getting an A on this test, talking mm. to girls, lifting weights. Like It's supposed to be an enhancement, not not, a, an, not an ultimatum. Yeah, so, no, yeah. honestly. All right, guys. I mean, that has been, this, this whole thing has been fun. Do you put on your Joe Rogan alter ego when you do a podcast? Maybe. <laughs> I guess you guys will find out eventually. <laughs> All right, so that's a wrap, and we'll see you guys next week.